Hello fellow ghouls to the final Halloween special of 2023, Halloween Curse of Ocean Avenue. <laughs> and I'm your host Donnie. And as you can see, this is a video episode and I'm dressed as Tina in her none of your business costume. <laughs> Tonight's episode was initially going to be all of last year's Halloween episodes and just do a review on Family Guy, Simpsons, and Bob's Burgers. But that didn't work out because I didn't realize how much work it takes to do a video. So uh, I was like, well, let me just focus on the one that I really needed to focus on. And that was Bob's Burgers episode last year called Apple Gorchard, but not gory. The reason I wanted to cover that one again was because I didn't have the greatest imp impression of that episode. But since then, my impressions have changed since then. And uh, you'll find out what the difference is from last year. As usual, I have to do multiple viewings before I truly understand 100% about an episode of Oz Burgers is just because that's my nature. I like watch something, I have an initial impression, and as I watch it over and over, it completely changes as time passes. I just start, I don't know, developing a taste for the episode. I don't know why, it just happens. But anyways, I also wanted to share some trivia that I found, and uh, I thought it was kind of fun. I found some images where uh, they compare the costumes. Like I found some images that compare the costumes from the show and I found some uh, trivia on IMDb that I wanted to share. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, so even though you might have heard me do a review previously, this one's completely different. <laughs> well, anyways, before we get this episode started, let's take a quick break and we come back, we're going to discuss season 13, episode six, Apple Gorchard, but not gory. <laughs> Welcome back. We're at Season 13, Episode 6, Apple Gorchard, but not gory. We currently are seeing Louise and Jessica with Rudy in the back. Louise is dressed as Helen Hunt. Jessica is dressed as Billy Idolish, which is a mix of Billy Idol and Billy Eilish, I guess. And then we have Rudy dressed as a mummy. Adorable, right? So, uh... Louise is actually part of an ensemble costume with the other two Belcher kids and she has to make it back to school soon because she has a uh, parade party that she has to go to. And then we're going to have Bob and Miss LeBons popping up. There they are. Bob is really interested in bees and Miss LeBons doesn't care. <laughs> so funny. And then they talk about who the popular girl in school, Chloe Barbash, and she makes, uh, I think it was uh, duck noises and everybody thinks she's so popular now. So... She's the it girl at the school, and they're all kind of jealous of that. And then we have the <laughs> Jean and Tina dresses, uh, you know, the twister part. Then they have, they're going at the apple orchard we have here. And then there's these two people that are dressed up in like uh, Celtic, you know, jazz, you know, clothes or whatever. Then the kids are there staring, going, ooh, and ahs. And then they're mentioning all the cool things they're doing at the little, you know, school trip or whatever they're one kid's dresses banana it's kind of funny and then they're mentioning like whoever's going to be like the the corn person like the main celebratory person and they point at all the kids and you kind of see that it's in between those two and then the kids are mentioning that their costumes are falling apart and they call linda and then like louise is really interested in going into this like barn for some reason and then she's mentioning like i don't know if we should go in there it says off limits and then what happens? I, they're just discussing like it might be dangerous or something like that. And then this guy comes out walking and makes it kind of like ominous. Like something's going on in that barn. 
L Linda shows up to the school and tries to fix the costumes. <laughs> Rudy does a magic trick and really impresses the kids, taking, you know, favor away from uh, Jessica. And then Louise does this doi 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 thing and it gets all the attention and she wins the uh, corn thing, whatever, like the princess thing or whatever you want to call it. She mentions it to Bob that she's really cool, really excited that she's getting a lot of attention. And then Linda gets back at the restaurant and then Teddy's like, oh, finally. And then she gets a call saying she needs to go back. And so Teddy's like, oh my gosh, really? I wanted to eat something. So they finally get to the barn and they're going to have a fun time there. And they see these weird dolls like on the walls and makes Louise kind of nervous. Like what exactly is happening? They start doing a ritual, uh, dancing around, looking kind of crazy. Everybody's having fun doing a little ritual of dancing. My favorite scene's coming up of Teddy just eating buns. <laughs> so funny. I had to add that in there. And then so they're they're done jumping around in the barn and they notice something on the wall. It's all these like weird murals of like someone being sacrificed. I think it was like king of the something. I forget the whatever it was. They had a crown and they're burned alive and then their ashes are poured over the apples. And this makes Louise feel uncomfortable. And she tells uh, Jessica about it and they begin to leave the barn they're like bye uh this is kind of creepy but we're leaving <laughs> and louise is kind of freaking out when she notices this weird ritual of these like i guess horse heads or cow heads it looks really creepy and they all dressed and she's like oh my god they're gonna sacrifice me because i'm the the king of the harvest or something and then we have bob here and he's telling she's telling louise the whole thing and then bob really wanted to know about the bees louise sees the ashes on the ground she freaks out and then we go back to school and they're starting the parade of costumes. While they're the Louis, Tina and Jean are kind of freaking out because they're like, hey, where's Louise at? And then we're back at the farm and then they're discussing that they shouldn't be doing that costume thing because it scares people. And the whole thing was all just a misunderstanding. Then we have Jean and Tina. They're both uh, worried as always. They're like, where's Louise? And there she is. She's there. She, congratulations. She got there in time before the voting even though they lost and so they get back then what's her name linda was telling the kids like oh were you happy about what happened or whatever and they're like yeah we like our costumes and then louise starts doing the doi 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 thing and louise linda's like i don't know if we should ever hear that again and tina brings up the fact that she doesn't like that sound and then at the very end is just jessica and louise dancing along yeah <laughs> So here's some trivia that I found online on IMDb. After I read this IMDb article, well, the trivia in it, I'll have some images that I found that will correspond to the trivia and uh, some of the costumes that I found on the episode. So here we go. When, Miss, when Bob and Miss LeBond's talk in front of the bus, there's a large panoramic view out to the left, back door and right side of the bus. This is a panoramic view from inside looking out of a mobile scene. Well, it's the most panoramic view looking out in a mobile scene in cartoon history. It is very elaborate given that the cartoon scene runs in three-dimensional, meaning you see the highway disappear in the distance from behind the bus at the same time you see new scenery out to the left and the right of the windows. They reach the back of the bus where the space the bus once occupied becomes road and the scenery fading off in the distance behind the bus. It is much more elaborate and expensive process to publish. It is why you never see it in other cartoons for children or adults. First time ever that Miss, uh, Bob and Miss LeBond's converse one-to-one. -one. Many who voice over on Bob's Burgers do more than one main character. 
Of all the episodes H. John Men Benjamin has done, Bob Belcher and Miss LeBons have never had a conversation with himself as Bob Belcher and Miss LeBons. This happens on the bus in the first few minutes. This episode does not have the traditional opening sequence. The burger of the day is Rosemary's Baby Corn Burger with Rosemary and Baby Corn. <laughs> Jimmy Jr.'s costume is Johnny Mon Monero from the dance drama film Saturday Night Fever 1977 starring John Travolta. And this is the scene they were talking about in the first fact that there was a panoramic view with Bob and Miss LeBons talking to each other on the bus with all the windows showing scenery through all of them. And that does seem like a very, I guess, expensive shot because they have to, uh, I guess, make a, all those panels see-through, transparent or something. So I understood what they were talking about. It seemed more advanced than most episodes. Here's Billie Eilish and Billie Idol for Billie Eilish. Then we have Helen Hunt here, who Louise is dressed up as. And then Bill Paxton, that character on the right-hand side, is who Gene is supposed to be. And then Tina is the twister in Twister. <laughs> really funny. Here's John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. And that's Jimmy Jr. that's dressed up as, as you can see. They're both wearing those, was it like a white uh, suit with a black shirt underneath? We have Bob mentioning about the bees again. And I remember I talked about that earlier because I think they were referring to the bees in the movie scene here. No, no, stop moving! Ah! What, oh, what is it? 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 Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Out of my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> Here's my review for this episode. It's going to be a little bit more detailed than normally, but here we go. I think that this episode was based off of Wicker Man. It's a movie from 2006. It's uh, not very good. It's been, <laughs> it's been mocked for, I think, everyone online. I've heard only negative things about it, and I watched it, and I actually enjoyed it. That tells you my taste. So I'm going to read a little synopsis of it, and you see if you think it compares to that. So we have Edward Mala, uh, Malice, a Seattle policeman, receives news that his ex-fiance, Willow Woodward, that her daughter, Rowan, is missing. She gets to pilot to take him to the island where they live. The island is led by Sister Summersile, an elderly woman who is treated like a goddess. The economy of the island relies on the production of local honey which Malice learns has been down recently from Sister Honey, another nun who seems to run the honey production. I guess that's me. I guess I'm Sister Honey. Um, Malice asks the villagers about Rowan, but they give him evasive answers. He later sees two men carrying a large bag that appears to be dripping in blood. Then he finds a fresh unmarked grave in a churchyard. The grave turns out to only contain a burned doll, and Malice finds Rowan's sweater in the churchyard. At the village school, Sister Rose, <laughs> me, I guess, tries to prevent Malice from seeing the class register. When he sees that Rowan's name has been crossed out, Rose tells him that he's been burned to death. It turns out all the people on the island are pagan worshippers under the control of the nuns that Rowan is to be offered as a sacrifice. On the day of the ritual, Malice frantically searches the village for Rowan. 
He, uh, he attacks Sister Beach. Oh, he attacked me apparently. Who has a bear costume for the ritual? Malice steals her costume and joins a parade led by Sister Summersile, mingling as one of the island residents. The parade ends uh, at the site of a festival. Rowan is tied to a large tree, about to be burned alive. Malice rescues Rowan and they try to run away through the woods, but Rowan leads him back to Sister Summersile. Sister Summersile thanks Rowan for her help. Malice realizes that the search for Rowan was a trap. The villagers attack Malice and overpower him. The women carry him to a large doll, which they call a wicker man, and shut him inside. Rowan sets fire to the wicker man and the Malice suffers a horrible death. The insane crown chants, the drone must die, believing that Malice's sacrifices will restore the honey production. The last scene is shown with Sister Willow and Sister Honey going to a bar and taking talking to two male police officers. The women invite them to go uh, to go home with them, presumably in hopes of luring them to the island to be sacrificed as Malice was. <laughs> so, uh, in both movies, uh, the, in the movie and in, in this episode, they involve a production of some sort. So, in Wicker Man, it's about honey production, which is why I believe, I think I mentioned it previously, why I believe Bob kept bringing up honey over and over is because he uh they were trying to like give hints that this is related to wicker man and then also uh they had a, being burned alive and that's the reason why they had those little like, sculptures uh where louise looked at it and said oh uh they're gonna burn me alive for being like a sacrifice for the apple uh, production and that's why they put the ashes in the apple trees which turned out to be just like wood or something that they used to help grow crops so once I watch it again, like a couple, like a couple times I've been watching it, and it really uh, sticks out in my head. I was like, "Wait a minute, this is very similar to Wicker Man." Even though when I first watched it, I think I might have mentioned Wicker Man once, but I wasn't exactly sure. But then when I watched it a couple times later, I was like, "Yeah, it really does look like Wicker Man." I saw that movie on uh, DVD. I want to say, like, I don't know, was it like 10, 15 years ago? <laughs> it was two thousand six. It came out, so it was right after. It was uh, quite a bad movie, like quality-wise, but I enjoyed it because it was very uh, kind of like not disturbing, but strange. It was a very strange movie. And the bees, the bees. That's every time I think about it. But anyway, so it was a it it's, it really like made me interested more after remembering that, and then I, after looking at all the you know the second story with <laughs> with Helen Hunt and uh the tornado costumes uh and uh what was his name um oh something uh powell i forgot his name brett powell was it whatever the the character that gene's supposed to be it uh really it's really it was a very uh reference heavy episode the referencing twister the referencing mid uh wicker man they're referencing uh <laughs> saturday night fever it's really interesting how many references were in this episode and uh, it really, I don't know, it just like clicked in my head to a point where I was like, wait, this isn't as bad as I remembered it being. And this usually happens. It, usually when I watch Bob's Burgers, it may be like I watch it instantly after it's aired and I come with like a conclusion like it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. But after multiple viewings, it usually ends up being a lot better than I thought. And uh, even though the re like the reviews for 
this episode weren't that high. There weren't really like totally negative ones. There were mostly people just disappointed that it wasn't as good as some of the other Halloween episodes and I agree on that. I believe that it could have been a lot better but for what it is it's not that bad and I think I was like a little bit over uh, exaggerated about my review last time. I think I gave it like a six or seven or something. I think this time I give it like an eight. Uh, it's rewatchable. I've watched it many times already, so it wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> and I really, really enjoyed it. And I watch it, and now actually, I appreciate what I what they did. And I'm, it's just one of those things. Like, in my instant like flash reaction of watching an episode usually ends up being completely different. And I just think the reason is because multiple viewings. I watch things over and over and over, and then I get accustomed to things, and I see little like little you know references and nooks and crannies and stuff like that and you're like oh this this and this and that and it improves the episode dramatically for me where I watch it and I'm like super enjoying it kind of like what happened I think there was an episode I think it was the Tina episode where they were I was like uh, cheater cheater bang bang I think it was when I first reviewed it or I didn't even want to bother to watch it because I was so irritated by it and then when I watched it a couple times I really really loved it I enjoyed it a lot so it's one of those things. I, I sometimes there's instantly like I watch an episode of Boss Burgers and instantly love it, and then other ones where I'm like I don't really like it that much, but then I give it a shot again and again, and it just I mean I just start enjoying it more. There's hardly any bad episodes where I just hate 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 hate. Usually in Boss Burgers episodes, there's some that I just really don't like, uh, such as that all that Gene ep episode. I mean I would watch it again. It's not so terrible. I wouldn't watch it, but. I can see how some people wouldn't be that interested in it. I really love Gene, so it's kind of like one of those situations. And we have a new episode coming up with Gene in it. It's coming out this Sunday, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. Uh, I forgot the name of it off the top of my head. I mentioned it like many, many times already. So, I, and uh, it's going to be really, really fun, I think. Uh, and then we have a, what is his name? Uh, Jimmy Pesto's coming back on the next episode after that. So next week, Jimmy Pesto's coming back. And I'm still waiting to figure out who the voice actor is for that. I found a whole bunch of images that posted on my Instagram, so you can check that out if you like. It just stinks that I still don't know who the, the, the voice actor is for that character yet, and it's driving me nuts. Whew. Anyways, thank you so much for watching this episode of Ocean Avenue. the Well, the Halloween, The Curse of Ocean Avenue. Make sure to like and subscribe if you can. And if you uh, can, you could also go to at uh, Ocean Avenue Podcast on Instagram, or you can go to my website at podcasterjohnny.com and click Ocean Avenue at the top. I'm trying to think what else I could talk about. Well, there's a lot of things going on, so keep an eye out for it. Just there's a lot of things I'm doing in the world of Bob's Burgers, so keep track, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.